When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast where if God is a BJ, life is a man whore. You get once you've given, then you can use it. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> I'm Kyle Pink Gets. <laughs> and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And Kyle, what what was that? Uh, my pink don't stink. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was my rendition of God is a BJ. Okay. All right. Sounds good. You, you'd think God, God gave us the gift of BJ's. That's true. It's not even one of the commandments, right? It should have been though. That's that's blast off That's blast. That's semen blasphemous. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> Ignore me. Oh god. For the next hour and a half. Uh, today. We're as voted on by our gap bridgers. We're going to talk about laundry. Usually, I blame whatever we have to talk about on them. This time, it was not your fault. This was this was our bad, our bad. <laughs> um, usually, okay, okay. Our gap bridgers, we give them three options every month, and they get to vote. So once a month, they basically decide what we vote on and you've for some reason decided that you want to put bad topics in there because you like taking a shit on our podcast and then sweeping it up and hoping dan and i fix it and we usually do yes and and this month i tried to call you on that and took a dump first and you were like cool we're dumping here and you dumped right on top of that dump with your own dump and i I thought i'm so much better at dumping than you and that's really the message that everyone needs to no mine lost better than yours lost yeah. so th- no that's the numbers the num <laughs> the data's in mike and i shit better than you okay great and so dan had the only mildly reasonable topic that so thank you dan for at least we could say something about laundry i don't know what i would have talked about if we had to talk about root canals but i was like mike this is how you this is how so it wait, feels so every month you're saying dan won not on his merits but because we were trying to out shit each other yes oh just like the democrats okay <laughs> yes got it <laughs> i'm just saying i i I thought I could change you, <laughs> and I could, and and my bad topic just made you pick another bad topic. I almost yeah. before we before Dan picked a topic was just like we need to call a mulligan <laughs> and do a redo, <laughs> and everyone actively try for a second. Uh, Dan, why laundry? Well, I had to pick something that was at least moderately as shitty as the th- two things that Great. you guys picked, okay. and yeah. so I was trying to think of random things that made like that I could still do something for Patreon about. I was actually hoping big box stores won because I just want to talk about and maybe have an excuse to have sex in big box store bathrooms. I don't like this weird dynamic you and Mike have created of like, oh, we're talking about this thing. I have to like go fuck in it or like go blow someone in it or like you could just do that. You don't need a podcast. Oh, oh, well, thank you. No problem. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, so my washing machine, it won't drain. Um, it's been like this for like a month because I've been traveling and I haven't had been able to like get someone to my house to fix it. Uh, so I've been doing my laundry at a laundromat. So I was sitting at the laundromat realizing I was a day behind on posting the poll and I was like, laundry it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spell poll. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> cool. 
But first, um, I have a few things. You have corrections, you said. Uh, before that. Okay. Feedback then. And before, no. 100 words? Do you want to keep guessing? Or this I, is a fun game uh, I, where yeah. you guess what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> no, keep going. Let's see if you get it. Um, it's big box stories. Great. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Uh, happy birthday to you. Oh, um, it's presently your birthday. Yeah, right this second. This moment. And, <laughs> and happy birthday to Dan. It was Dan's birthday a couple days ago. Yeah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> no bow, 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 bow for yourself. If if we can't bow, 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 bow ourselves, how can we bow, bow, bow other people? It's RuPaul said it. <laughs> I'm just so exhausted uh, now. Oh, okay. It's been days and days of birthdays celebrating. Oh. Yeah. My whole is tired. <laughs> Yeah, we're exercising your mouth for the first time. <laughs> um, it is uh, Trans Day of Remembrance on the 20th. So um, I'm glad you said something because I forgot. <laughs> well, it, to be fair, it's Dan wrote it in our, in our calendar. So it's <laughs> like I, I didn't so much remember as read the thing that was on the sheet that Dan wrote down. Thanks, Dan. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, a serious, solemn occasion um, the, to remember all the people... The trans people whose lives have been lost this year particularly is a very bad... It it keeps getting worse and worse. This year, like last year and the year before, is now the worst year in history for at least the deaths that we know of of trans people, particularly black trans women. Trans people of color are are disproportionately affected by that. Um, Jen Polzak, I don't know her name, um, said something... uh, Like, the White House acknowledges this and wants to work to fix it. Oh. Jen Saki? Yeah. Oh, is that her last name? Yeah. I thought it started with a P. There's silent P's in our language, oh, Kyle. Oh, God, man. This guy silent P'd on me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he was a redhead, too. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. Okay. Um, uh, trans people. Yeah. Are dying. Sorry. Um, she said something which it's like acknowledgement. That's a big difference from policies for. I don't believe that they have a plan that's going to make a difference but yeah. i don't know um did she hold an upside down trans flag and and wrote you know, like, wrote trans <laughs> on it or something <laughs> with a marker <laughs> yeah um okay so now corrections okay great the song thank you is not by alanis or the, the song that i was singing the words thank you to is not by alanis morissette it's kind and generous by natalie merchant oh, okay um the uh, on I'm surprised no one wrote in about this. Um, when I did uh, the share questions for you, yeah. one of the things I f- had for you was "I'm too good for you." I'm too good for you. I'm too good for you. That's not in. Believe. And I even said as we're singing, like I can't think of what that is. Yeah, that's not in the song. Believe there's a line there that the lyrics that Google showed was from the re- a remix of the song "Believe," which makes sense why it would be a repeated line over and over and over because okay. remixes are just like, let's take this one thing and go, and yeah. I'm too good for you, I'm too good for you, or whatever it uh-huh, was. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. that wasn't from the actual song. Well, the whole thing was rigged and now I'm fucking pissed. It's, I got screwed out of a victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you file several motions <laughs> to recount that shared quiz. Great. You'll be um, hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> um, the the import, the actual, <laughs> I've been talking for so long and here's an actual important thing. Okay, great. Um, uh, someone wrote in about, I mentioned LGBT vets and like things they were trying in the process of trying to give people benefits, but was unclear and, and didn't even really know. So, um, someone sent in an article and I did a little bit more like actual looking up and I, so, um, uh, just last month, September, uh, 2021, I was 
get annoyed when podcasters don't include the year because you don't want to listen to this. Anyway, September 20th. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, me. I don't know. Um, uh, Biden said that the VA would start providing benefits to LGBTQ troops who had received other than honorable discharges both before before and during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Okay. Uh, so, so this shit ha- even happened before Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So um, what... Sh- now I don't know about the implementation or how effectively that's working or any of that shit. But the point is, if 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 that's been holding you back, at least give it a shot. The VA should be extending that to medical care, disability payouts, employee assistance, other benefits that used to be blocked. Um, apparently, that just shouldn't require um, additional um, legislation or anything because the VA already has a pretty wide license to interpret rules. So. Um, so hopefully that's different. Hopefully people have actually started to apply for or whatever you have to do. Uh, yeah. Walk to the VA and say hello. Or I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you have to do to, to get your benefits. Um, and there are apparently an estimated 14,000 gay and lesbian service members that were discharged during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Hmm. Um, and as many as 100,000 over the last 70 years who may have been uh, involuntary Voluntarily separated from the military based on their orientation. So. Involuntarily separated is just the most douchey corporate <laughs> fucked up way to say fired. Right? <laughs> or like when my boyfriend broke up with me. Who was <laughs> 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 your boyfriend? We involuntary. It was an involuntary separation when he left me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's all the shit I had to say up top. All right. So now the news. News. Shut your mouth hole, it's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Okay, news the first. So, so. God, I don't even know where to start. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Did you know that lesbian porn is a thing? Because of course it is. Because sometimes they mischaracterize me when I'm on my porn and start showing me things I didn't ask for. It's the only way I know. Well, uh, there is a lesbian porn star named Lily Cade, and uh, uh, she was recently interviewed by a BBC journalist named Carolyn Lowbridge, and and so th- she has been in the news, but uh, uh, she has gone on a ridiculous tirade in more than one post on Twitter calling for the execution of trans women. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did not. Okay. Exactly. I got the reaction I wanted. That's not where I thought that was going. Right. Exactly. She said, quote, if you left it up to me, I'd execute every last one of them personally. And uh, she said, cancel the ever living fuck out of this. Cancel this so hard that no man dare walk the path of the trans woman in public ever again. Enough is enough. And um, yeah, she she said uh, she compared trans people to uh uh arabic people and like a how 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 many offensive things can we put yeah i was together? just gonna say that shouldn't mean anything but in the context of what you're saying it's yeah wow. she, she compared the great the existence of trans people to the racist great replacement conspiracy theory saying that like there's this whole thing especially in europe that like muslims are in, infiltrating us because they're slowly trying to raise their numbers to where they can replace us it's just wow she's fucking insane and yeah, the BBC is being called to like 
pull her stuff down from their reporting that they have been doing. And uh, Ellie Mae O'Hagan, at Ellie Mae O'Hagan, for instance, said, quote, the BBC has serious questions to answer over its decision to uncritically platform Lily Cade, um, who is also accused of sexual assault. I left that part out. Oh, good. Um, and uh, it, it, anyway, it's just it's just really interesting. British people have been mad at the newspaper recently. Is this what it's for? Is this what it's about? Like, I've been seeing all these tweets about British people angry at the newspaper, and I didn't know why. Well, BBC, um, I don't think is a newspaper. They, they do radio and TV news. They don't do. Uh, they don't do print anything. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, their website. I mean, they have a news website. So. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I do, I do know. Unlike the United States, where apparently you can say whatever the fuck you want and nobody cares, or there are no consequences, <laughs> the 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 BBC is at least partially uh, you know run by the government, right? Like it's it's a it's a public institution and mm. um, is highly regulated as such. And like if you piss off the people, there are real consequences to like mm. not actually reporting the news or yeah. like being socially irresponsible. So um, it, things are slightly different in, in that, that regard, and um, but yeah, I, I I wanted to bring this up a because it's fucking shocking. Yeah. B like you would think that a lesbian porn star would not be this fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it just goes to show we've said it several times before in different ways. Just because you're LGBT doesn't mean you're awesome. Yeah. Right. Like there are a lot of fucking terrible people that are under our big umbrella. Um. And and she's one of them. Yeah, and I I think we we're as a, like a community. There's such diversity to all the different um, orientations and genders and everything that fall under our group. That I, I think a lot of other groups don't have this level of like. There's like so much that you need to learn that you don't just know because like just because you're an L doesn't mean you know anything about T B right. A I like any of that and and no one teaches us this shit we don't have parents or relatives that we grow up learning about our culture and and yeah. can turn people in, I mean yeah yep you can't sure. pick up any lesbian and say you can speak on LGBT issues yeah yeah. Maybe vet your sources a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Milo Yiannopoulos does not speak for us. <laughs> Lily Cade does not speak for us. And yeah. yeah. When somebody claims to speak for a community, you should be very, very careful to make sure that it's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially like it can get lost in LGBT that like just because, yeah, we like we can't speak for other communities, even though they're within our communities, you know, yeah. like we shouldn't be the people people go to to talk about trans things, you know, like. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird. Yep, absolutely. Um, OK, news of the second. Yeah. Great. Uh, hey, Kyle. Hey, oh, hey, Mike. Do you watch The Simpsons? <laughs> I did growing up every uh, some people's families uh, were not allowed, didn't allow their kids to watch The Simpsons. I was like, oh, we eat pizza and watch it every Sunday night. Like, yeah. That was like what we did. And I got to have my one soda of the week on Sunday when we ate pizza. So, okay. Yeah. One soda a week? Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Well, so The Simpsons, in just a couple of days after this airs, apparently. Waylon Smithers is getting a boyfriend. So the character came out of the closet in 2016 in an episode called The Burns Cage. Uh, but apparently huh. it, it, he had feelings for Mr. Burns, which that's... It's a long-running joke in The Simpsons is that he 
had a gay crush on Mr. Burns. Okay, so I I I just I don't watch it. I've seen like in the like seventy nine year history of the show, I've not seen more than an episode or two. Mm. Um, so and I'm not anti. I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't haven't watched it. So maybe. Maybe explain this because, like, The Simpsons has this pro- like Apu. I know Apu I, that whole controversy about like a white dude doing a uh, Indian or Pakistani sounding oh. character, and um, that's uh, Hank Azaria, right? And said that he was no longer going to voice Apu because it's just a it's a racial stereotype that he's doing with the accent. Simpsons has some problems with you know diversity and yeah. the way that it's represented. So is is it like is his gayness for Mr. Burns has it been a punchline for thirty years? Yeah, yeah. It, absolutely. Like in a bad way. Um, I'd have to go back. I mean, uh, presumably I, I'd have to go back and watch to, uh, but like, there's no way a cartoon in the nineties where you had a secretly gay character that was into his boss, like that, that had to be a punchline and not a, in a good way. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, so I, and, and like any, any show that runs this long and maintains the same characters and, you know the writers are in general very good like maintaining the same characters and the dynamics and remembering things about them and continuing them like man things you could do in the 90s like you realize how fucked up they are so yeah yeah, that's that's a weird thing they have to confront like in 2052 when Grey's Anatomy is in season 40 then like (laughs) what uh what what things are we gonna look back and say oh Grey's Anatomy yeah exactly (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah so Smithers is is, uh has been out since 2016 but hasn't really had any sort of uh, at least not long-lasting relationship. But uh, uh, on the 21st of November, the episode will show him hooking up with a new boyfriend, billionaire fashion mogul Michael DeGraff, voiced by Victor Garber. And um, y- y- yeah, so Rob Lazebnik is the is a series writer who has done most of the writing on this and uh, he said, and I agree with him, quote, sometimes TV can have a real impact on people's thinking. Um, he said it was important to him to put gay romance at the front and center of the episode, as so often LGBT plus romantic storylines are, quote, subplot or alluded to or show in some kind of montage or as a punchline. And what I think I was really excited about with this episode, we get to see without spoiling too much the beginning, middle, and who knows how it ends of a gay relationship, of really getting into the nitty gritty of how gay people gate, how they meet, what it's like. How they gate? That's what it says. It might be a typo. Is it spelled G-A-Y? G-A-T-E. G-A-Y-T-E. Is the yeah. correct spelling, yeah. sir? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Simpsons has a, like a full-on gay relationship. So welcome to the 2000s, Simpsons. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> News the last? Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Um, m- <laughs> my, my birthday present to you for my birthday... <laughs> I love this. Uh, 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 we can talk about Brittany now. <gasps> yeah, 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 <laughs> So. I, I posted stronger to my Facebook uh, and I posted a GIF that I created yeah. of the a point in the stronger video where she like raises her arms and like the water's fallen. Yep. I try really hard to keep our news queer. And this really isn't a queer story, except that gays fucking love her, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But after nearly 14 years, Britney Spears has been released from her conservatorship. The free Britney movement can now stop. <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah, in 2008, an L.A. court deemed that she was unable to care for herself and put her into a conservatorship famously run by her father, Jamie, who is a fuckface asshole dickbag. Mm -hmm. Um, But now now she's free. A judge ruled on Friday, the 12th of November, that it has deeply restricted her life and finances and should be terminated immediately. And gay Twitter lost their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- have you been following this whole thing? Are you like, is this like, should we be, is this what the episode should be about this week for you? <laughs> okay. I n- no, I, I really like her music. And there was a time in my life in college where I paid attention to um, like this kind of celebrity news and stuff. And yeah. I don't anymore. So uh, there are some people who, I think very considerately like, oh, I know you like this art or something. Like, did you see this new story? Like, no, I didn't. And I, I just, but I, I like her music and okay. that's why I listen to it. So I've, I've just heard about this and, and seen it in the courts, uh, in the courts. I've not been to the court <laughs> about this. I don't know why I said that, but I've seen this and seen the stories happening just because they're so prominent that I like, you know, I, I see it, but yeah. um, I, I'm really glad that this uh, brought, I didn't know that much about conservatorships um, and this kind of abuse that can happen and the difficulty that can arise from um, if I could take a moment just to like what I learned is and I think that ACLU has been posting about this and said once you if you're put in, into a conservatorship like this and you do well, then that says, hey, this is working. Let's keep them in it. If they don't do well, that says they need to stay in this conservatorship. Yeah. So getting out of it is a very difficult thing, and yeah. it can be like a legal prison that they keep you in, yeah. and it shouldn't be used for people like Britney Spears who, like, and she can post all the weird-ass Instagram posts she wants. I've, I've been seeing those, and they're very odd, and yeah. I don't understand them. But, yeah. like... That's not that's you can do that. I post weird shit to Instagram, too. You know, like that doesn't mean I should be. So, yeah, I, I'm that's, glad it raised my awareness of this issue that I didn't know about before. It's like that trope of the person that pretends to be crazy so that they can get into an institution and then they get trapped there because even though they're not crazy, telling everybody how not crazy they are just makes them seem more crazy. Yeah, and exactly. so they're reluctant to let them out. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh man! Well, uh, somebody you may have heard of you—you're actually the one that turned me on to the idea that uh, on Twitter at share, <laughs> real weird. <laughs> yeah, in the research for the share episode, I found out how fucking crazy her Twitter is. Yeah, well, her Twitter about this says, "Whoa." Cake emoji, 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 cake emoji. She's free, free, free. Dance, 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 emoji. Free, free as a bird, 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 bird. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. It makes no sense. I actually already saw Is it time for Cher to have a conservatorship? You know, take over her With all we've learned, maybe Twitter has been handed over to someone else because you can't do it. Um, what I didn't realize that I just didn't, you telling this news story, is I thought the conservatorship was something that had happened when she was a child that was like, oh, she's too young to handle oh, her shit. No, it's when she had her I, meltdown and she had melt- her head. I had no yeah. idea. I had no idea. Yeah. So it makes a lot more sense to yeah. me why, why it was in place. <laughs> Put in place. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I don't know the details of that and could see if someone has a public meltdown crisis issue that something legally happens but then it 
the fact that it has lasted this long, like from then on, you know, I've done some shit that someone probably should have been like, Hey, you can't make decisions right now. Yeah. Like, don't just don't. Absolutely. But it, it shouldn't continue on. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't have a lot of paparazzi, you know, we need more paparazzi, Kyle. <laughs> God, that's my worst. I hate seeing anyone. So if I knew that people are going to like, let everyone see me when I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That's the news. <laughs> Uh, i can't get over reading about someone writing about shares twitter like some news commentator something being like in an age that like rewards authenticity of communication she's highly inauthentic in it and people fucking love it there's something something uh uh, laundry no oh fuck me okay I'm no. with it today. Okay. Um, uh, other people that are fucking crazy because they support us on Patreon uh, and have tweeted cake emojis at us probably uh, are Sean Fisher, uh, Mike, uh, Michael. Hey, that's your name. Uh, lawyer. That's not your name, but not lawyer. Lo- lo- lawyer. Lawyer. Uh, Daniel uh, Verdeja. I don't know if. He puts that kind of spin on it like I just did. Uh, I know that bitch. You know that bitch? Yeah. Do I know that bitch? I, oh, I was just going to say something that I shouldn't reveal on the podcast. <gasps> oh, no wonder your hole hurts. Okay. Join Patreon. <laughs> no. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, Rob Carrier. <laughs> Switch to Rob Carrier for a 20% discount on your cell service. Um, uh, and Eric uh, Frizzle. Oh. Husband of Miss. Yeah. School bus driving sister. <laughs> um... Thank you to our patrons. If you want to join, if you want to get bonus content episodes, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> Lesbian porn. <laughs> we should do an entire episode about like just I don't know, like lesbian squirting or something to make Dan like all his research has to be. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, one of the most terrifying things ever would be to do an episode about like what's in your browser history. <laughs> oh boy! But we couldn't. You can't plan that because you can't plan to do that because then we could we could douche our browser history. And right. Anyway, <laughs> thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. You can, if you want more of us for some reason, <laughs> go to Patreon.com/slash/GayishPodcast. Now you want to talk about laundry? Yes. And I believe you are first. Great. Hey, Kyle. I don't. Hey, Mike. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the history of laundry. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't have to. I know. I know. I know. So actually, I told you this is going to be short and I'm going to stand by that because obviously like laundry. Am I right? sir humans have been wearing clothes for a really long time and they get dirty and then we have to clean them so that's that's a thing however (laughs) what 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 segment is this so far (laughs) okay uh i wanted to talk to you about a very specific i think interesting thing so laundry is for whatever reason in a lot of societies throughout human history a highly gendered activity Mm. primarily women taking care of the clothing the laundering, mending, making clothes with the sewing. Like, it, these this are all, all very uh, female things. However, one of the first examples of public laundry services was in ancient Rome, and all of the laundry workers in ancient Rome were men. So it's just, it flips that script on its side. Well, because they were finally paying someone to do something. Oh. So, like, that 
couldn't be men or that couldn't be women you might be onto something about that actually so um the 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 laundry men in in europe or europe in rome were called uh fulo or a fuller um and that word meant washer or scourer and uh so there were these um romans generally wore woolen dresses and they were sort of a light color and they frequently needed it to be cleaned because they would get nasty and um so they had these tubs or vats set up in in these these uh laundry areas and then they would have uh dudes like crush the laundry in these vats of chemicals like just like grapes but like to get the shit out of them and um they also they did use soap although um that's not necessarily as widespread as they probably wished it were they uh they use a, a bunch of different um kinds of uh, chemicals to to clean up and uh uh yeah they also had like laws about making sure that the right garments got back to the right people and the process for doing laundry and uh it it really yeah anyway i i just i i thought it was really interesting that like of course we've been doing laundry forever but that at least in ancient rome for this period several hundred year period uh, it was dude work Hmm. that is weird unexpected yeah great okay i'm gonna i told you it was gonna be quick it, it was uh i'm gonna tell you more about uh doing doing laundry but modern day laundry and specifically how do you do laundry after sex <gasps> so this is uh a sig- uh, uh segment suggested by fucking dan on how to clean up uh sex stains i don't know if that was your exact if that's what you exactly said but um yes i need this information okay. badly <laughs> okay great um this is an article from 2018 by Gigi Engel. Uh, she's a, I think, sex educator. Uh, Gigi. Gigi or Gigi. <laughs> Probably Gigi. Probably Gigi. Gigi, maybe a little both. Um, seven tips for cleaning up after sex gets messy on self.com. Um, a couple tips just if you are able to and, and can plan and, and help prevent some of these uh, things like anal or sex on your period. Uh, mm-hmm. where you know you anticipate it could very well get messy um uh using old sheets putting down a towel or having a mattress protector i should have a mattress protector that's i don't take care of things it just in general in my life at all so yeah but yeah i always worry about like i mean aren't you just basically putting a giant condom on your mattress and then like the safe sex is really putting a condom on your mattress <laughs> <laughs> that's the safest sex you could have but then can, can't you I would imagine you can tell it's there that it's like a plasticky like doesn't feel so great even I with picture, a sheet over it. I but, picture it being like grandma's house where the you know the sofas like under a plastic covering. Oh, where like, everybody makes fart sounds because of the plastic <laughs> that they're sitting on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Dan. Neither of you use mattress pads. Like you just have like a mattress and then you put your fitted sheet right on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! So, so what you guys are describing is like a mattress pad for someone that like wets the bed and is plasticky and weird and makes a crinkly sound. Yeah, yeah. there are mattress pads that are just cloth and like cushioning and lovely, and it just creates an extra barrier. Oh, like a, like a mattress topper, or even more than that. It's a mattress protector. I don't think that's a pa- that's different than a pad, though, right? 
I don't know. You did the research. Gigi, hit us up. Send us mattress pad recommendations. Um, Okay. But if you can't prevent uh, or just don't have the willpower or or, intentionality like like me, um, a couple different scenarios will go through. First, semen. Yeah. Uh, If you have sex with semen. Yeah. Make sure you wash everything after because they're dirty, dirty, dirty. Um, no, uh, uh, semen. Uh, a semen stain is a protein stain. That might mean something to people. I don't. That I don't differentiate between different stains in my life. So, like, but like how you would treat a protein stain. So that's the most difficult part of a semen stain to get out. Yeah, um, you you're not some kind of. This. You need some kind of detergent or something. Well, they said I, it was. It was hard to find things that were not just like all affiliate links. So I was trying my. This one was decent. <laughs> at it um uh but they did suggest uh, either buy this spray bottle of shit for 9.99 yeah here's a picture and it links over to amazon and and it's like well yeah did you the executive of clorox have a unbiased view of how to clean i don't uh, anyway they one of the suggestions was either hydrogen peroxide or uh clorox urine remover interesting yeah um so first, uh, blot up as much as possible, then spray the stain. Then, oh, it said stain, and then <laughs> parentheses S. <laughs> Depends oh. on how much semen. Yeah, <laughs> um, sure. sure. Uh, wait three minutes, then blot up with a damp cloth. Uh, bleach. Uh, don't use bleach because that can set a protein stain like semen into the sheets. So like, uh-huh. don't you? Yeah, don't use bleach. Okay. Um, Is that why cum kind of smells like bleach? Some people say that cum smells like bleach. You're doing a Trump where you're like, people say. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, but some people say. <laughs> Who says? I, I don't. Okay. My cum is the best. <laughs> my, my, the best. It's the best cum of everyone. <laughs> people love my cum. Um, <laughs> uh, for your sheets, if they're calling her polyblend, uh, uh, vaginal fluid semen, pretty easy to, to remove from those. Uh, use uh, as hot of water as you can uh, when you clean it. For satin or silk, um, apparently you should use cool water to rinse stains first and then hand wash. Just throw it nope. away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, this, this is why I don't have nice things. I'm not going to pre-wash anything or pre-treat or hand wash or dry clean. any like That's just not happening. Uh, hand wash using at least two gallons of warm or hot water with detergent. Mm-hmm. For poop. Okay. If you, if you run into poop. Yeah. During anal sex? Yeah, I'm realizing... Just throw it away. Then... I'm realizing that, like, poop, (laughs) the phrase shit the bed might actually have some sort of (laughs) basis in reality. (laughs) Yeah, anal anal basis. Um, Wash off extra solids with cool water. Where Where do you do that? What? Where would you... Which of your various places that receive water in your home, where would you wash off the... Uh, the the solids your, <laughs> in cool water. Oh, uh, maybe the shower. I think that's the best one. Yeah, that's the best option. Um, Gigi, Gigi, <laughs> you owe us a follow up article. I guess. <laughs> um, uh, wash white bleach safe fabrics with the hottest water that the uh, label recommends, plus a half a cup of bleach, and then air dry it. And again, if there's if there's semen in that in the solids, which if you did it right, there is. Yeah. Uh, don't use bleach. Blo- oh, what? 
so is that does that mean that Santorum is just magical and can't be cleaned? <laughs> it does kind of <laughs> contradict stick each around. other. Oh, no, I was going to say Santorum kind of gets everywhere. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's hard to get rid of like bed bugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, blood. Okay, rinse the blood stain with cold water. Yeah. Add stain remover. Let it sit for 10 minutes, then rinse in cool water again. Do that one more time, and then wash in warm water. Okay. Uh, for That's way too many steps. <laughs> right. Not do, I'm not doing... Just so you know, I'm not doing any of this. Um, I want my semen stains to set. Yeah, I think of them as trophies, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, for blood on the walls... Yeah. Okay. You don't know what I'm into, Kyle. I I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> and you wouldn't. Okay. Um, use a mag- Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Eraser. That's something I don't mind if they affiliate link to that because that's a solid product right there. Yeah. Mr. I, clean. Yeah. Cleans up all your sex mistakes. Magic erasers are magic. They, I don't. Yeah. It probably is going to be like asbestos. Like we learn like, oh, this was made of horribleness. <laughs> like, and we won't care. Uh, lastly, your mattress, which uh-huh. you and I, because we don't have any kind of uh, little mattress bump it. Um, use a damp cloth dipped in enzyme detergent. Okay. Is that not just code for more semen? What's enzyme detergent? <laughs> Like I, th- there's, I think there's a couple of kinds of detergent, and some of them are chemical, and some of them are enzymatic. And enzymatic, there's like little little enzymes that eat shit in there, like like the, the bubbles in the commercial, like yogurt, like probiotics <laughs> in yogurt, yes, yes, okay, yeah. or like Pac-Man. Dan detergent. is dying inside. <laughs> um, uh, or a uh, you can make a do-yourself stain removal paste by combining cold water, dish detergent, baking soda, soda, soda. You're British all of a sudden. How did that <laughs> and uh, hydrogen peroxide. Oh, uh, work from the outer edges of the stain inward. It's funny. Um, you're not supposed to mix ammonia and bleach because it will kill you. And that like little home chemistry experiment knowledge has been like that I learned as a kid or mm-hmm. my grandparents put the fear of God in me not to do that. I'm now afraid to mix just like basic shit together because oh. I'm afraid I'm going to like die of some sort of like weird lung disease that I caused myself by like being uncareful i i don't like do things from i'm like really bad at doing things like oh i'll have hydrogen peroxide sitting around at home and use that to mix with it you know i don't like do that kind of like if it, if it takes mixing or extra steps i don't like really do it so then when i finally get the energy to like do any kind of home project or you know something that adults commonly do every day like <laughs> i sometimes i'm like oh shit am i is this gonna kill me am i gonna right, die yeah. i don't i just don't know the things to like i don't know the things to look out for yeah as an adult yet so i don't yeah. think about like oh can i mix these two chemicals like i just don't even think about it i've got to say kyle of all of the ways that i imagine your death <laughs> <laughs> near the bottom of the list is you cleaning something <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> Very fair assessment. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kyle's tips for cleaning after sex. If you decide to <laughs> put it in the put it in the dish. Nope. Sure. Put it in the dishwasher. Put your sheets in the dishwasher. Um, or just spray the like the Febreze like kind of cleaner. Just spray it everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Just spray it on everything, 
everywhere. Yep. Um, and maybe wash your dog. You don't know what where he was during your sex. <laughs> yeah. Or what he got on him. Yeah. I mean, there is a non-zero number of dogs that have been jizzed on in the world. Like... And some not intentionally. Right. Accidental jizz accidents and dogs. That's... You could probably get a PhD Next week's on that. Episode. <laughs> jizz accidents. That's what I call my butt. Oh, God. Okay. Well, that, that's the cleaning segment. Well, good work. That's doing laundry. Um, yes, Dan. Can I add one that I just found? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so silicone lube is notoriously bad at staining. I was just in Pump Springs and at check-in at the uh, nude resort, the gay men's nude resort, like or clothing optional resort i should say uh they told you straight up if you use silicone lube on our sheets and there is a stain you will owe us 65 dollars for a new set of sheets well like that's just like in the contract from the opening yeah um and apparently there's a product called soil love all one word s-o-i-l-o-v-e that um has uh been specifically tested to remove silicone lube stains so Because silicone is is hydrophobic, right? Like, that's why you can use silicone lube to fuck underwater, and it works, because water, like... Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a grease stain you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Great. Yeah. Soil of TM. Is it my turn? Is yes, that why you're looking yes. at me like this? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, 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 you knew it was coming. <laughs> I don't always, but this time I did. Uh, we're going to talk about the opposite of laundry. <laughs> laundry before you clean it. Um, <laughs> so, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners are aware, there is an entire market on the internet of dirty laundry mm-hmm. that oh, you can right. buy. And dirty laundry you can buy. People do it. So usually, uh, so yeah, we're we're going to talk about like dirty jock straps and underwear and soil love is a and... better name for the site that sells used absolute <laughs> clothing absolutely damn it soil love you ruined it for all of us yeah soil love.com um yeah so so I, it, this is a phenomenon that i had seen a number of times before but usually on like social media or on like cam sites like chatterbait or OnlyFans or whatever and uh, but on this chatterbait yeah Sure. Like they're selling like yeah, like there'll be a cam star on Chatterbait, but then like in their bio, it'll be like if you want to buy my dirty underwear, oh. DM me or go to this link or like whatever, and I'll I'll mail it to you. Or some will have like in their list of like things you can tip for. It'll be like twelve thousand credits. I'll send you my dirty socks or whatever. And that makes sense. Um, like if you're already going to be jerking off on camera for people, like offer like killing two birds with one load. Like you're like <laughs> I might as well now sell this jock strap because I'm already jerking off into it. You know, like yeah. that makes yeah that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. L- load of laundry indeed. Work yeah. <laughs> work harder, not smarter. No, work hard and smart, not harder. Hard. Yes. Erections. Penis. What? Hard, hardest. <laughs> uh, so, so last night. After- Work hard, not harder. Great. Coming to our merch store soon. I'm sure. <laughs> no, um, so last night we had a birthday party thing here. and For it, you. For me. Yay. And then afterwards we were sitting around chatting and this idea of like selling your dirty, nasty stuff. Uh, one of our friends seems to like want to do that 
so we were looking up ways to like get into that marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we as a group came across snoozled.com. S N O O Z L E D dot com. Now, Mike, I have to say, yeah. the way you described it as nasty could be perceived as judgment being placed on people that want to buy this. I mean, a nasty pig, nasty kind of way. Oh, like, you turned it sexy <laughs> real quick. Uh, what is Snoozled, you ask? This is, this, this, this is from their homepage. Snoozled is a free site where men, gay and straight, most of them are gay. I mean, sorry, buys. No. <laughs> you don't wear clothes. I think straight dudes are like... They don't give a fuck. Mm. They're, uh, anyway, Snoozled is a free site where men, gay and straight, from all over the world can buy and sell new, used, and personalized items. Personalized is in italics. Uh, you can find anything for sale like used underwear, used boxers, used socks, worn shoes, used jock straps, sex toys, X-rated photos, videos, and more. That is their SEO copy. The reason they're listing the word used a whole bunch is because they're finding the keywords that people typically search for so that they can show up for it. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. So let's do a like a little Price is Right game real quick. <laughs> hey, you, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You, you ready for this? I was, yeah. We were joking about that last night. <laughs> yep. Uh, I did. I will tell everyone I, I far overestimated the uh, the going price of a used uh, like soccer jersey. So I'm. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you, you kind of already know because of the at least the sort of examples that we did last night. But let's start with this one from user uh, rank smelly gear. Three week worn smelly briefs, dirty and smelly. <laughs> Um, uh, no brand, super thin, 100% cotton briefs, never washed and wore two weeks daily. There are dirty, smelly and stained mostly with piss and cum on pouch light skid marks, but has a great ass smell. I keep them locked in Ziploc baggies to keep the smell inside. I will wear two to three days before shipping and shoot a lot on pouch. <laughs> they are size medium, 32 to 34 inch waist, but stretched and can be worn by a 35 or 36 inch waist guy. I am COVID-19 free and healthy. I would never put anyone's health at risk, so shop with confidence and enjoy my smelly gear. Every order gets a free Man Stink sticker, specially created for you as a thank you. How much do you think this is going for on Snoozled? I'm so glad they're not COVID underwears. That's a big relief for me as a personal shopper. Um, uh, three weeks, that's a, that's a long time. Nice tight waist we got going on. I um, you have to consider the overhead, right? Like, like the the how how difficult are these to produce? Yeah, like three weeks. Th- is there decent. are supply chain problems going on right now yeah. in the world. Or lie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. You know, two options. Um, uh, their supply chain, <laughs> the chip shortage <laughs> is really coming into effect on this. Um, I'm going to say thirty thirty five. 50 um well since you're the only contestant <laughs> you are the closest without going over yeah! so uh yeah point for, for kyle it's it's 50 dollars. Oh, okay okay that's, for. Yeah, that's more than I thought. uh let's do just a couple more these are from user brief line d they are two exist briefs size small Under fabric holds thoughts. scent well can wear a few more times and come them if you'd like. Free shipping in the lower 48. What do you think those are called for? Uh, uh, 
Under okay, these are sexier also, underwear. It's, yeah, it's also important. I think that like a lot of this is about the picture, mm. right? It's not just the, the like the, the description. It's yeah. not like the classified ads in the newspaper. Like like clearly, like I this this like very fit furry torso man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is part of the fantasy and like yeah. part of like what is being bought, right? Um. So these ones seem sexier. There's less of a description given. In in it, so uh, the other I'm gonna go. The other one was forty. I'm gonna go. These are less expensive because I, I don't think he described it or detailed it as well. And go forty dollars. Bump 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 bump. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Wow, much yeah. less for these. That's surprising. Yep. Also, okay, on the last one, like can be worn. I I didn't know people bought these to wear them. On the last one, it said, like, can be worn by a whatever, whatever waist size. Like, I thought these were, like, to smell or rub on or, like, I just, I didn't picture people wearing. (laughs) It makes sense, though, right? Uh, Okay. You're not buying it? No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, no, I just didn't. Okay. I mean, I guess guess people do a lot of stuff with a lot of stuff, so. Uh, Last one, and then Uh, we can move on. Okay. These are from user WV Redneck Miner. A West Virginia Uh-oh. redneck coal miner. Oh, okay, okay. That helps make me feel better about miner. These are CK brand underwear. One of my favorite pair of underwear. They have some miles on them. I worked in them yesterday, left work, went straight to the gym, and filled them full of sweat. So if you are into underground coal miner, body hair, ball sweat, my big cock, and my musk, you're going to love these. I only have one. Wow. And here's the... Uh, the Okay, dick out in this one. That's helpful. Um, I only have one. He's establishing exclusivity, which uh, can can bid up the price. I'm gonna go. You can you can turn the dick away from. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go. I, the specificity of I wore them from work and went to the gym. Like I think I'm gonna go sixty five dollars. Oh man, those are uh, forty five dollars. Wow, the first one was the best. Yeah, wow. although the, I think the most work went into that craftsmanship for the, the first ones. He did like, describe two weeks, which other people did not describe that level of, and like talked about putting them in baggies to preserve the smell. Like, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, Snoozle also has a whole bunch of stuff that is like not underwear or socks or jock straps or whatever. Like one of these, you can buy a 32 ounce container of piss for $40 from DE Hard 87. I don't. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's the laundry episode, so I stuck with the that with the laundry yeah. items. But it is it's there is an entire marketplace for this sort of thing, and I I think um, it seems to me like except like if it's ziplocked up so that you're not like disturbing the postal pe- folks, then like <laughs> nobody's being hurt. And if it's super hot, then like great, go for it. This is yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, pe- like. Uh, this is all very like less risky than sex. Like there's no like all. Yeah. All this, like this should be just so easily like legal. Like you have to go underground to do all this shit. And it's like, I don't know. Someone just wants some dirty underwear. Like just, you know, we have so few pleasures in this life. (laughs) If people have dirty underwear, people want dirty underwear. It's just, we're going to have a new tier on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> what specifically would they get? 
don't know. You, you can have my underwear. I don't care. I, I'll make up my coal. I am a coal miner that works out <laughs> two week worn COVID free underwear. Uh, what do you got? Um, I want to tell you some we're on track. We're on track for the longest episode ever. Now, who, which is great. who knew? <laughs> Not I that we would talk this much about laundry. Um, Urban Dictionary. Great definitions of words with laundry. Love it. Uh, Love it. The my favorite one is just the most basic, but laundry uh, meaning washed up or mm-hmm. capabilities rem, uh, remnant to younger, better self. Like man, that basketball player is straight up laundry. Okay. Um. Right. That sounds like an example I wrote because it's like, man, basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> he, like he, a straight dude would like put the name of a person in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like use use laundry in a sentence. Quote laundry. He said, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, laundry though. Th- uh, there were several entries about this. A code name for sex, so you can talk about it in public. <gasps> What? No, oh, you're just excited by that? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna stay home and wash my hair, and that like, really means you're jerking it. Like, kind of. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like couples, like oh, like we need to do laundry late or something. Like, um, uh, the example was a woman said to her husband, "Can we do the laundry?" The man says to his wife, "I already did the laundry. It was a small load, so I did it by hand." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Thank you, Internet. Love. Yeah. Um, laundry limbo. Uh, intentionally rewashing clothing simply because you don't feel like putting it away. <laughs> oh my god, I for sure have done that before. Or have you like I've left laundry when it's wet, like in there for a little too long, and then been like, oh, we're just send this, send this one more time again. Yep, yep, absolutely. And then sometimes you have to like if you if it's in there too long, too too long, you have to you can't just rewash it once. Double up. You got to yeah, double up, double up, double up. Uh, lawn drink. The act of making the horrible chore of doing laundry a little less horrible by drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that works for a lot of That's things. a lot of, yeah. <laughs> uh, laundrification. Sex in the laundry room. It's a combination of laundry and fornication. Laundrification. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. The Even in the definition, in parentheses, it said the person that created this clearly did not think of the fact that cation is a common ending for yeah. things. And, um, uh, laundry sauce. Oh no! Southern term for laundry detergent. Oh, or like, yeah. I've never heard that. I, I mean, I, for, for for some of these people on Snoozle, it should be <laughs> when they refer to their job as like I make laundry <laughs> sauce for a living. Um, I I do used to call my contact like I just forget the name of contact solution or saline solution sometimes. Mm. So I, I sometimes call it contact juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's weird, but Great. um, laundry detergent. Okay code for coke oh okay it kind of looks like it Mm. that was one that was like only had six upvotes and i just say really explicitly because if someone asks you to sniff laundry detergent don't assume it's coke (laughs) like really make sure about that i don't know which is worse for you to snort but like just so you know what you're doing right um and lastly laundromat turding 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 Oh, okay. A sly and filthy prank, whereas someone runs into a laundromat and takes a quick dump. <laughs> quick dump. Long oh, dumps. No. Not a, not a quick dump in a washer filled with someone's clothes and then tears out before anyone can stop them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, How mad would you be? Just taking a. I. I 
I mean, that this is has, has to have happened in human history at some point. First of all, okay. I think that probably takes a lot of talent. Like shitting on demand is not easy, and like in <laughs> like with other people that could see. Right. Like I can't shit when other people are like in the stall next to me. Like uh, yeah, great. That's the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about money laundering. Okay. And a different kind of laundry altogether. But in case you don't know, because I think that, first of all, money laundering does get thrown out there a lot as a uh, a term that isn't necessarily always accurate or it's used in a popular way, slightly different than the legal definitions mm. or whatever. But money money laundering is taking large amounts of illegally obtained money, criminal enterprise money, and then... Uh, changing it into looking like it is a legitimate source of money. So in the U.S. law, it's the practice of engaging in financial transactions to conceal the identity, source, or destination of illegally gained money. And your mileage may vary. Different jurisdictions have different definitions of this. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the ways that money laundering and uh, gay folks intersect oh um first is do you remember the uh, the the site rent boy no rent boy was a site for finding gay escorts um i don't think that straight escorts were on there i forget and i think i've admitted before i love reading escort ads it's like one of my favorite things to do um for for sexy sexual reasons or just like I mean, sometimes I'm just bored. Yeah, yeah, it's like To Kill a Mockingbird or or Ren ads. Yeah, but like there's something titillating and exciting about like this person is super hot and they're putting their super hot pictures up on Mm. there. And that makes the fantasy of being with them more compelling when jerking off because like I could cough up the dough and actually be Mm. with this person. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Something about that works for me. Um, but Jeffrey Herant, who was the uh, CEO and was ultimately indicted, but uh, he was charged with promoting prostitution, but more importantly, money laundering. <laughs> M- money laundering was part of the downfall of Rent Boy. Um, anyway, so yeah, there's there's that. There's also uh, it's has been used by. Uh, there are lots of examples of this, but the one that I will talk about is the country of Uganda has uh, gone after LGBTQ advocates under the guise of investigating them for money laundering. So mm-hmm. they specifically use money laundering as the reason to stop these organizations' activities inside the country and uh, and, and go, go after them uh, to prevent them from doing what they're there to do, which is advocate for the rights of LGBTQ people um is it purely fabricated charges or is it like we have made this thing illegal and now we're investigating this illegal thing like we've made gay illegal so we so now we can investigate it because uh, it's legal technically it, um it, it's it's not necessarily fabricated there's there's plausible deniability in most of the cases that i'm familiar with that i was reading about this afternoon it is that organizations that are nonprofits often get large donations from people and other organizations to fund their activities that then that money gets spent on whatever it is that the nonprofit does. Th- those sources may be 
illegally obtained funds mm-hmm. and therefore potential money laundering is taking mm-hmm. place by laundering it through this LGBT organization. Yeah. So if you cough up 25 grand to my gay nonprofit and then I go and buy 25 grand worth of shit from your business, we've now laundered that money through my organization. Mm-hmm. So the government can look at your $25,000 donation and say, well, we got to know where that money came from. Mm -hmm. We're going to really look into it to make sure it's not money laundering. Mm -hmm. So there's a plausible reason to look into it, but it's also probably bullshit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, so could any straight organization like that? Nothing you said seems specific to gay organizations. Just any nonprofit could have someone giving them money that is laundering yeah absolutely and it's just interesting that you look at a place like uganda which is a horrible environment for gay people and it's like any tool that you give them to hinder progress of these gay organizations they're they're taking it Mm. like sketchy or not and um it's a it's a really easy one again depending on jurisdiction it's a really easy one to say look i'm just very interested in making sure that this money is mm. coming from a good source when yeah. no you're trying to stop gay rights you fuck face yeah yeah there's so many things like that like to in trying to like if you just said it it's it would seem reasonable like oh there were large donations made and we don't know the source so it could be laundering there's so many things that like you have to then ask like okay do you apply these same rules to non-lgbt things and right. that like is a really important like things can sound very reasonable when you frame it in a certain way, but are actually very discriminatory. Yep. Yep. Um, in another example of gay people can be fucking terrible too. Steven Steiner and Henry Fecker, the third, uh, were LGBT, uh, community members in South Florida. And they laundered a whole bunch of money through a organization they created called art for AIDS. Uh, Oh boy. Yep. Yeah, what was the actual? There were fifty-four counts. Like they were doing it a lot, but they they, they created they created these organizations supposedly to like help HIV/AIDS victims and raise money for HIV/AIDS research, like a, a children's diagnostic and treatment center um, funding. Like Jesus Christ! But the the whole thing was was um, not the whole thing, but enough of it was just a front for laundering money through. Um, wow. Did it say what they did with it? Because I want to know what's so important that you have to like take advantage of AIDS for your own, you know, like. Um, you can the just... latest criminal case accuses Steiner and his partner of new acts following the original indictment by plotting to funnel nearly $11 million of mutual benefits proceeds through a consulting business using the money for Northeastern homes, lying about the real value of their assets to the court appointed receiver for mutual benefits. Um, so it was it was they were funding their lifestyle on it i guess interesting anyway yeah and of course like straight people love that shit i'm gonna give these gays money Mm -hmm. for aids and like yeah yeah. it Um, takes like a very wicked person to think of the there's a i don't know why this made me think of the um person that burned down the um memorial for um, pulse oh, yeah. like recently and it's just like someone just finding a already tragic like thing that affected a community and, and like digging the knife in further is just so 
weird and disgusting and you know exactly what you're doing when you do it it's it's gross and i like i don't understand people like that yeah yeah for sure evil man there's evil no. every fuckers are everywhere kyle fuckers are fucking us um uh, another example that i wanted to just touch on briefly is that this is not exactly an example of the legal definition of money laundering but it is sort of related uh the mormon church <laughs> has been accused of laundering their anti-gay rights money by putting it through other organizations so the mormon church gives lots and lots and lots of money to organizations like the National Organization for Marriage, mm. uh, James Dobson's Focus on the Family. Um, and But they do that not by making donations directly to those organizations. There is a Brighton, Michigan-based uh, incorporation called the National Petition Management Company. And the Mormon Church gave them uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they then immediately wrote checks to these other organizations. Oh. So the Mormon Church can say, no, we just gave it to this consulting company. Yeah, yeah. God only knows what they did with it. It's directly to fucking fuck with gay people. Wow. Um, and, and but also look like we're the Mormon Church. We're not doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, and then we can move on. It's really interesting. There is an argument being made that... Uh, so Stonewall, the the the, the Stonewall riots uh, was 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 a bar, and the narrative is that it was targeted by police because all of the gays were drinking there, and uh, there is that that part of the narrative has been called into question. Um, so gay bars were virtually decriminalized in 1966, well before Stonewall, hmm. and the police weren't really cracking down in that way on gay bars and the um the actual reason at least that day that they were there was to um break up the uh, money laundering it was a, there was a money laundering operation for the mafia that was going on at, at the stonewall and so the <sighs> but i thought the entire reason the like the mafia owned gay bars was because other non-criminal organizations or people couldn't own them I'll just read this paragraph from historians.org. One of the hardest to dispel beliefs about Stonewall is that police targeted the patrons of the bar. In actuality, patrons were just collateral damage. Thanks to the Mattachine Society's sip-in at Julius, gay bars were virtually decriminalized in 1966. However, the Stonewall Inn was targeted by a special squad from downtown, not the local precinct, because it was a notorious money laundering operation for mafia affiliates. The proprietors engaged in a laundry list <laughs> of criminal activities, extortion, bootlegging, and drug peddling, subject to discriminatory regulation by the state liquor authority, harassment by the police, and the constant presence of homophobic and transphobic violence, many LGBT people sought sanctuary in bars that, like the Stonewall, were either directly owned or indebted to organized crime, which managed the ever-present rhythm of bar raids with bribes and political influence. So, um, yeah, I guess the state liquor authority was, was, uh, would harass gay bars and so they we we gravitated towards mafia owned bars because those were the ones that were paying off the cops mm -hmm. and and um preventing the harassment but um at least this article is saying that like the the real reason for the raid at stonewall was not because there are gays there but because it was a money laundering operation mm. uh, yeah i uh it's one of those things where like also, how would things have changed if that was a straight bar? You know, like yeah. the, the 
the cops wouldn't have shown up and lined up people and and checked their clothing to to check their gender. You know, like right, the, yeah. it's like it, it, it's not people can't completely remove from their like police are not going to be able to just walk into a bar, especially in these this day and age, and remove the fact that it's you know queer people there. Like that's just impossible to remove that from the equation sure. of and and what happens. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's money laundering. That's money laundering in our episode about laundry. Great. Um, also, money is filthy. Don't put, <laughs> don't, never ever ever put money of any kind, paper or coins, like into your mouth or counterpoint. Like, hmm? I don't know. Do it. Don't do it. There's so much like cocaine and urine on it. Like just <laughs> stop encouraging me, Mike. Great. Uh, build up those uh, those amoeba. Yeah, fuck ivermectin. Build up your immune system by sucking on ten dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Um, as Kelly Clarkson once said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, last thing I'm going to tell you is about a research study that I found that mentions the phrase airing dirty laundry. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I mentioned this one before, but it was a specific section of it where it talked about the ways that, uh, young gay men and their best friends talk about sex. Mm. Um, and, uh, they often and at great length. (laughs) Yes. However, however, there are some things they don't talk about because they don't want to air their dirty laundry. What things about sex would you not? Do you think gay friends don't share? Oh, oh, okay. For fear of airing someone's dirty laundry. Maybe like STI stuff. Um, you can just bid one dollar if you want. One dollar. <laughs> That's the best guess without going over. So, um, uh, there, there, this this uh, research talked about the discussion of STIs, and it's I'm I just remember the title of this, dude, you're a slut. Mm, mm, <laughs> um, mm. um, and uh, it talked about using jokes like or, or, like some sometimes if you're if someone is genuinely caught like t- trying to talk about their sex life and then someone act, actually calls them a slut or something derogatory like that and means it that's you know a sign like oh i'm not going to tell you anymore there's sometimes when people joke about uh, calling people names like reclaim names like you know if i call myself a slut like i'm cool with that and mm-hmm. can use jokes like that to then say like you're such a slut make sure you use a condom like something that then humor makes you more receptive Um, (laughs) at least for me um the part that they didn't talk about uh 24 pairs of friends were were interviewed um for about two hours long sessions um and the most uh uncomfortable part that they that most people said they didn't talk about was the sex that occurred within their romantic relationships oh that's interesting which uh, sure. well, I didn't, I never thought about that. And now that I read it absolutely makes sense to me. And, and I think I'm, it's, uh, I feel very like disturbing now that I think about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you, why? I mean, what, what about that? Because that says something about like dehumanizing the hookup that you're not in a romantic relationship with. Like it's okay to talk about them because they're less real or less human or something. Like it was just a, a trick. We just fucked and then like he went away. So I'm going to talk about him because he's more of a concept than a person, but in a romantic relationship, like you interact with your friends and other people and are together. And this is a real human in your life. And 
you're talking anyway i don't know I mean, yeah i think a part of it is like yeah they like a hookup you may have no fucking idea who this person is so it doesn't matter what i tell you about them like that doesn't but like your friends like your your romantic partner is like actively involved in your life so that's the part that people were you know far less comfortable talking about because you're airing dirty laundry that was a quote used by someone uh, uh they were interviewed airing dirty laundry about someone that the other people knew um but yeah there is something weird and either dehumanizing or like you know we we, uh, supports the hookup culture that we have or like or reinforces that sex knowing information about sex or people's sexual interests or whatever is is still frowned upon um because uh, you know you would share things about a, a random fight you had about something learning about someone's like emotional baggage or history with like other things yeah. is part of your discussions with your friends but not sex like we have a hard time seeing our friends as sexual yeah. people that we're allowed to know information about like yeah i wonder if there's something too about like kinks and fetishes and and how much shame there is around mm. that and if the, if you're trying that with a romantic partner because you've built this like trust with yeah. them you might do stuff with that very close to you trusting person that you are not ready to talk about yeah um and also and also like i think we then think like what will you think about my you know husband if i told you that he loved being slapped in the ass with pasta sure thank you (laughs) (laughs) he loves getting pasta slapped (laughs) and then we eat it later and it's a all big long kink um and uh this this part is also very disturbing uh the people they talked to felt that discussions about specifically about safe sex practices were unnecessary when someone it was in a romantic relationship um because of the perception that it is safe um uh that i mean there's so many things mess up with that like that's the assumption that hiv is the only thing that the assumption that you're in a monogamous relationship the assumption that yeah i don't know there's just a million things wrong with making that assumption but uh, you know people tend to assume like oh if two people are in a relationship and they're both hiv negative then you don't need to talk about protection or or safe sex practices and there's more that goes into that but um yeah so that's from the uh this is one chunk that i pulled out from dude you're a slut barriers and facilitators of sexual communication among young gay men and their best friends by bryce mcdavid and matt j mutchler i bet they're two gay best friends i hope they're t- i'm in my mind they're two gay best friends who talk about sex with each other I and think that's why they i think you've referenced this study before yeah, yeah. i said, that. Oh, I said yeah. that at the beginning yeah. Yeah. um in 2014 yeah if hey miss matt mutchler and whatever the other dude's Bryce, name is Bryce, david yeah if you're listening and you're gay best friends let us know and if you're not lie to me oh. <laughs> um 
Yeah, there's something about airing dirty laundry that I thought was going to be more gay. I thought, like, I was, I just got stuck for like 30 minutes in this trying to figure out, like, is that a gay phrase or did that come from? Because it just feels like there's something gay about that phrase yeah. that I couldn't, or maybe it's how like gay people shit talk each other, or something. But I couldn't yeah. find anything gay about that, like the origins of that phrase. Yeah, when we do, when we do, like get ready, prepare con- content for the show, I often am like, what's the gangle here? <laughs> I think that, but in more a better phrasing <laughs> uh i tried to find a gay a, a gangle ew um to uh shakira's uh first english album laundry service oh couldn't find it hmm. but that was really impressive she learned english to write that wow yeah and i find that's exhausting gloria stefan convinced her to do english like album that's crazy yeah i heard her yeah she's kind of gay i mean they're like they, they got some gay vibes to them but that was all about yeah yeah um so did we do it for for the huge dump that we took on our patreon voters <laughs> they they Dan, you now know how to clean that up did so. i <laughs> i can clean that up i won't use the tips i've provided here but now you at home know so yeah we'll, and let, let's try to do good top. Let's try to, when we submit topics, let's try to make them good. Okay. Mike? Yeah, I, I think it's just all about a good theme. That's the thing. See, I don't know why there has to be a theme every month. That's sometimes harder than coming up with a topic. Because like you're asking people to vote theme. between like apples and oranges instead of like, you know, apples. That's the point. Like, that's why you put two things like, which, what do you want to hear about? Why does it have to be... Anyway, I might I care. bring your attention to the over 300 episode ideas we have sitting waiting to be turned into episodes? Yeah. Yeah. If we want to pick good topics, we could just look through there, Mike. All right. <laughs> I'll look on the break. Do you want to take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, we're going to do Gays and Rays. We're going to do our Gays and Rays. But, but first, first. <laughs> our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our social media, we are at Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, we also have Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 585-5-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And we've got some very sweet emails recently. Thank yes. you for, for nice things. Yes. Yeah. Post it on Apple reviews, though. We don't. Like... <laughs> <laughs> post it where it matters. Yeah. Uh, and our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109, which we got some mail. <gasps> Ooh. I was going to mention I'm wearing a Aww. underwear from Joe and Dallas. Thanks, Joe and Dallas. I wore underwear from Joe and Dallas last night. Oh. Okay. Really making the rounds with the, with uh, the Joe gifts. This is from uh, Jamie Pugh. Says, read me first. Ah, oh, the irony. You should have actually received this package before you recorded your episode on fragrances, which would have been a happy coincidence. But as luck would have it, our wonderful postal service lost the shipment for multiple weeks before eventually returning it to me for some unknown reason. Fortunately, everything is still intact, and hopefully you all enjoy. Mm. I like my packages like I like my packages still intact <laughs> sure yeah 
I agree. That's fantastic. Okay, Mike, Kyle, and Dan. Over the past 18 months, the Gayish Discord server has been an amazing resource and a place to socialize, vent, share, learn, meet some amazing people, and generally keep from feeling lonely and isolated. Thank you for bringing together such a supportive community from all walks of life. Thank you. We had nothing to do with the Discord, and you're welcome. Uh, It was on Discord at one point last year during a conversation about hobbies that the topic of candles came up. We talked about smells and scents that remind us of different things that make us feel a certain way or take us to a specific place in time from that conversation came an idea since candle making happens to be one of my gayest hobbies i decided to make an attempt at developing a scent specifically tailored to what i know about each of you if you want to play a game try and figure out who's is who's and check your answers by looking at the bottoms special shout out to dallas check for conceptualizing the flannel daddy scent which turned out to be the inspiration for this little game hope you guys enjoy and keep up the great work jamie so there are three three candles here which uh, I were playing the game. That's yeah, happening. It's absolutely. my birthday. Fucking deal with it. Um, so I'm going to try to not. Oh. Well, son of a bitch. Did you I see didn't, it? I saw it. I didn't see it. I yep. Scramble them. Uh, scramble them. They're all the same color. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to close my eyes now. Okay, so their names Cheers. are mostly vanilla, a gayish limited edition. Wait, oh. I think That's I already have. Oh, oh. Flannel Daddy. Okay. A gayish limited edition. And Kinky Boots, a gayish limited edition. <laughs> well, I guesses, but... <laughs> uh, so this is the Kinky Boots. Oh. Very mask. Uh, this is Flannel Daddy. Oh. Oh, this smells like oh, this tea smells and good. grass. And... I like Flannel Daddy a lot. Mm. I don't know what else. Uh, and then mostly vanilla. Oh. And something floral, too. There's like a flowery something. So mostly vanilla is Mike. Me, yes, but correct. I, but I don't. Is that, is this one the mostly vanilla? Yeah. I would. The smells and the names. I have different opinions on whose it would be. Oh yeah, oh. do this. Okay. This one, the smell of mostly vanilla. The, the name is you. The smell I thought would be me. Oh okay, that makes it's, sense. Because it's pretty and flowery and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, flannel daddy, and they're written in rainbow colors. Cute, a gayish limited edition. Wow, I'm still so impressed. I'm okay. Try, okay. <laughs> I think Flannel Daddy's mine Flannel and Daddy. Kinky Boots is yours. That's that's what I'm guessing. Not because you're more kinky than me, but Kinky Boots is like more like gender hmm. nonconforming. Oh yeah, I I yeah okay. I agree. I think Kinky Boots is me. No, no. opposite. <laughs> I mean, they all look like solid cum, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so mine it is. It does say hand poured. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> uh, Are these available on Snoozled? <laughs> Is that the yeah. name of We're it? all going to jizz on top of these candles and sell them on Snoozled. I'm surprised by the diversity of products available on Snoozled. Mm. Trucker piss just found in jars outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jacob, man. Yeah, I'm Jacob. You. You get... <laughs> these, are, yeah, I, these are great. These are fantastic. Thank you for sending these and for sending us a game and a smell game. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Oh, wait. There's more. Oh, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more? Happy birthday, Mike. Oh, well, now I wish I would have had you open yours later. Yeah, I got to open my present earlier because I'm impatient. <laughs> and Mike got me our gay history in 50 states, which yeah. is by uh, Zaylor Stout, who I just met while in Palm Springs. They were just a guest on uh, Have a Nice Gay. Yep. Yep. Um, Such a good podcast. You should yeah. Definitely yeah, check, you should it, check out. it out. Yeah. It was a reading is fundamentally gay on, on Have a Nice Gay just, yeah. just a, a, a little while back. Carell's friend. Is this from you, Dan? It's from me. Yeah. 
And I think I left the price tag on because I'm taggy like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. How big is it, Mike? Now that's 10 inches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did leave the price What is it on. called? What is the name of it? Hung Rider Hammer. <laughs> it yeah. looks like a Hung Rider Hammer. How do you measure up? SteamworksOnline.com. I also picked you ruler. up a ruler from Steamworks. Yeah, they offer rulers. It turns out, um, you know, as you like, as you're leaving, there's like, or or coming in, there's like the stairwell. There's a weird stairwell that's like you're in the fucking Winchester Mystery House. I wouldn't like, know. I stumble I've, n- every I've time. never been. I'm too <laughs> um, innocent. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, there's some bins over there uh and you they have these these rulers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they also have um keychains with little acrylic pigs on them Aww. in yellow i think just yellow and green but the lighting in there's so weird i didn't know what color they were until wow. yeah so that's your that's your new aspirational dildo mike for, for all you you on patreon that can see the video of this this is 10 inches so it they're not real okay i think it's possible yeah it doesn't look and that, it's yeah and it's thick like if they're not they don't have to be that thick right but. yeah yeah i was doing some math i was like well if someone who's five foot seven can have an eight inch dick that we that we know that's real mm-hmm. um shameless o'reilly uh but uh then i like i did the you know the basic like Cross multiply and the, the, the whatever the like you know solve for n, and um, it would be someone who's seven foot three, but there are people who are seven foot three. Sure, they all play yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, everyone they're so tall. <sighs> all right, thank you for our gifts. Let us know how sitting yeah. on that goes. I will not. <laughs> okay, I presume, yeah, I kind of. <laughs> Is the girth alone too much for you? Do you think? Eh, we'll see. that's right um yeah i don't know if people know this the the ten dollar new video uh thing anytime we open uh, any kind of packages people ask for uh, like opening unboxing vids so those are also there if you want to yep if you want to see that giant ass dildo sweet i thought it was gonna be called the easy rider (laughs) that's what i thought it said which would have been funny okay uh gays and straightest gays and straightest uh do you want me to go first sure it's my birthday, Kyle. I'm fucking going first. Do it. Do it. All right. So uh, the straightest thing about me this week is, uh, so last night we did a murder mystery party with uh, dinner with our Dungeons and Dragons friends, and I did drag because like murder mystery, it's clearly written for four straight couples, and I don't <laughs> have that many lady friends, yeah. cisgendered <laughs> ladies in my life. So, um, uh, But the straightest thing about me this week was when it was all over, talking with the straight guys about my boobs. Like you remember, we, you did like, have everyone feel them. Everybody felt my boobs, but yeah. like it was, it was particularly the straight guy interactions about the like, how do these boobs? How these are good boobs? Like, so, yeah, they were like, oh, these feel real, and I was like, I, do they? Yeah. That's. I mean, I felt boobs in like high school, but that's I think the last time. Yeah, they also had the nipples, nipples. drawn on. It didn't like that. Didn't add anything to the feeling because it wasn't like a right. Like it was just. I don't know why you need the visual nipple on a, a like a fake. I mean, I, I suppose, I suppose in some bras and some uh, tops, like it, they, that could be useful. But if you're gonna try to make it realistic by adding a nipple, like the whole, like if you're in a bra wearing those, that's not gonna the the part about it, like the edges of it, are gonna really stand out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, the, uh, the the gayest thing about me this week was uh, 
under all of that costume last night, I was I was wearing a jock strap that Joe and Dallas gave me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what about your drag made you think you wanted to wear a jock strap on the bottom? Okay. Well, because I was like on our on our D and D thread in in, in Facebook m- Messenger. I had this panic moment of like, I, I got tights so that I wouldn't have to shave my legs or like show yeah. my legs off or anything because my dress only came down to like my knees. So I got tights. And then I was like, am I supposed to wear underwear with these? <laughs> and and then Carly was like, yes. Yeah, you were like, how do I wear these? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do I put the tights on over or under the the underwear? Yeah. Just, it's like over the underwear. Anyway, so um, yeah. Oh, Jack Shop does seem like fabric light to help if you're putting on other things on top of that. Right, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It worked out. It was great. My yeah. my feet still you, hurt, so. You uh, yeah, you did go with the boots, which I really liked. You look great. Thanks. Yeah. Um my gayest is um this was like one of those gay moments it was a couple weeks ago actually, but um uh I had a conversation with uh a few other gay people at a uh, mad pub where we were all talking about clothing and it not totally fitting anymore. Like, yeah. and we were like pandemic, man, this jacket barely got on my body or like all of these things. And it was one of those, a, a gay moment. Like we're talking about gay friends about like weight issues, which is like very, but like in an honest way, not like it, it, you know, any other platform or things you see like shitty or like, every gay guy is hot. Like this was a, an honest, like gay struggle moment that we were all like sure. could relate to. And I really appreciated J- it. was like five minutes of just like kind of people complaining. And it's like, Oh, other people deal with this. And it was very, ni- it was very nice to, to, to hear and have uh-huh. a conversation like that. Yay. Um, my straightest is, uh, I also was at the uh, murder mystery and everyone did like, looked really great did a lot for their like costumes and mine i think was one of the laziest because i i i mean i i looked like my character whatever but i could like i just ordered a like a very large shirt that looked like a a bowling shirt to try to look italian and like it was just a very easy costume you know i see you and our other friends like in drag and like in heels and trying to walk around and i was just like cash had got a leather jacket that i made to just wear yeah are you gonna keep the jacket everybody loved the jacket i loved the jacket yeah i um it was like a, a like you know uh, and i just order this should be my straightest i order things from like either amazon or like online and don't try things on anymore because i don't want to go places to do and do things so like just guessing and ordering things is my straightest but i guess i'll wear a faux leather jacket that i got (laughs) on amazon i don't goes with my other low effort apparel but i say go for it uh do we have a listeners oh god sorry for editing I asked on Discord for that. I said, "I said that's what I want for my birthday." You fuckers, give me a super sexy gay straightest. So I'm hoping that the guilt, yeah, will result in something. But I turned my phone off like a good podcaster, so now I've got to wait for the client to load up on here. I can look it up. Um, I got it. Here we go. Uh, this one's from Giant Dre Seven. Gayest having a cute cold weather outfit picked out for a week and wearing it despite it being ninety degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and straight as sleeping over at a friend's house and forgetting my toothbrush and responding with "It's fine, I have gum in my car." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that thing where you put toothpaste on your finger and use that, and it's like later you're like, "Oh, that brushing didn't... your teeth doesn't work because of toothpaste." Like right. it's, there's more going on there. Yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. this week. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have to break some news to you about toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, Dre. Appreciate it. That's really funny. Another reminder, I mentioned this on the last time. I am uh, on December 2nd, Thursday, um, I am going to premiere the documentary that I worked on, the short mm-hmm. documentary I worked on. And we're also going to have other LGBT people uh, uh, before the premiere to talk about their struggles with self-harm, suicide, uh, mental health. Um, Pangina Heels, who is the uh, a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race Thailand, is going to be one of the people and more uh, uh, people will be announced but yeah save the date it's gonna be six to eight or nine p.m pacific time so yep. hold that hold that date and would love to have you all thursday december 2nd at 6 p.m pacific join us uh you can look for all of the information on our socials yeah yeah we'll post the event uh there and and yeah it'll be yeah all virtual so you can be at home and you know whatever so great that's it that's it a special thank you to i don't know to semen. To semen. <laughs> Stain <laughs> my ass so bad I could never get you out. Oh, God. Um, thank you to our super cat bridgers. <laughs> oh, weird transition. Uh, Josh Copeland, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, James Barrow, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Donald Linsky, Thomas B., Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Katsatorian, Jerome York, and CN and Javi. Only one of which is laundering money through our Patreon service. <laughs> Suck it, Uganda. <laughs> well, that is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Ketchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I completely just stopped functioning as a person. I'm Kyle Getz. Be butch, be fabulous, be you. Next time. Bye. <laughs> Good. Bye. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I shall do my best to not fuck this up.